The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but I really enjoy them. They're fun. They should be fun for you. You should smile. Smiling is better than weeping and crying every day when you listen to the news. Isn't it? It's better just to go, <laughs> than go, <laughs> when you're watching television. That's all I'm saying. Not about sin, just about life. Uh, the review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, like really sooner than you think, for us corporately and as well individually. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use if we decide to be doers of the word and not hearers only. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? If I pay the bill tomorrow? That's why. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. the David Spoon Experience Local, National, and Heavenly Talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. And We don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Now, what does that mean? What does all that have to do with? I'll give you an example of something that happened five minutes ago, and maybe you can relate. Uh, as you know, I'm in a deep doctorate program and only am five, six, seven months away from completing my doctorate. They just informed me today that they don't have anybody that's ever gone down this territory ever before with the radio show, and they have to reevaluate whether they can do it. <laughs> just like, no, wait, what? So that's the news I got five minutes ago. And you know what we ought to say when stuff happens like that? You say, oh my, oh me, and then you stop and you say, amen. Because you know who's in charge of this? The Lord. And the Lord's going to work it out. Am I going to work it out during this show? No. Am I going to get madder during this show? Probably. But the bottom line is I can't control each and every element. You can't control each and every element that takes place in our Christian life, that takes place in our journey. But there is nothing that happens to me and there's nothing that happens to you that God is unaware of and not involved in. And so you have to stop trying to be God in your own life and go, you know what? This is so far beyond me. Work it out, Lord. I surrender it to you. I believe in you. That's what you got to do. You have to do that practically. I mean, in everyday situations. Can you imagine somebody calls you and says, you know, all that work you did the last, uh, you know, two years? 
yeah, we're going to have to think about whether that works or not. And it's like, okay, what else are you going to do? I mean, you can't go there and go, I rebuke all of you at the entire – you can't do that. I mean, you could want to do that, but that's not right. The, what's right is to surrender it before the Lord and say, I need your help. Please, you're you're you know for you're for them as well as for me. This isn't a you know unbeliever versus believer situation. Please bring peace to the situation that everybody can say Amen. And that's what you pray for, and that's how you handle it, and that's how you go through it. That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, bottom line is, if you want to reach out to us and share something you're going through, you can do that. You can share an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, maybe even a praise report or a prayer request. All you do is reach out to us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, Captain Chris will answer the phone and you will be sailing in the right direction. You can also text us at 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. And then you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org, which leads us to this announcement. So I'm warning everybody. It's like a warning, right? Do we, we don't, we, besides our foghorn, do we have any other warning? Is there like something like where, where like something goes, you know, that kind of thing? Let me know if you find something and just wave me down or just cut in with it. I don't mind. Uh, bottom line is if you're going to go to the website, which we're going to direct you to, it's going to look different. It operates the same. It receives uh, finances the same. It does all the same stuff. You're just going to have to look around a little bit more. It's laid out more professionally. It's laid out with a little bit of consultation from people that are in the biz. Not quite as conspiracy theorist as it used to be. That's going to be changing that website. So when you go to the website to take a peek, because in the next 24 hours, it's going to look a lot different. But even on the website, there's there's a link so you can see the new website so you can get used to it. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Website, hemustincrease.org, hemustincrease.org. Email david at hemustincrease.org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. All right. Don't forget to check that out. Uh, I'm really excited about the new site. I think you'll like it. It's laid out pretty well. You know, all of the all of the different links are to the right, and you click on the button, and it shows it to you. It looks, I think it looks pretty smoking. I'm all right with it. What do you think? It's not terrible, right? I mean, it could... no, I like it. Okay, as long as, you know, as long as Captain Chris likes it, and I like it, then that we like it, and that's how we're gonna go with it. Is that good? Works for you? Yeah, that'll work. Okay, I've okay. got something uh, for you. It's not a warning, but it might work. Okay, fire away. Let me hear it. Let me hear. It. And hold on. <laughs> oh, that that's the theme from, from the silent work, man. I thought I would. Hang on one second. Okay. All right. Just just pop it in there anytime you want to. Just bing, you know, kind of thing. Here he goes. Toto, I'm repeating we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> that work? Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. That's right. All right, let's get into the text, a wonderful, wonderful text. I love Matthew. Matthew is such a great book. Remember, uh, first book in the New Testament written to primarily the Jewish people, which is why Mark, Luke, and John talk more about custom, and Matthew does more of an assumption. Here is the text that we are at today. It's a fantastic text, I think. It's Matthew chapter 5, verse 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, 
for they will be called the sons of God. Remember we talked about the entire Beatitudes being in a progression. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. The person realizes, oh, I'm a mess. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. I'm a mess, and now I'm crying because I know I'm a mess. Blessed are those who are humble, for they will inherit the earth. I'm crying because I'm a mess, and I humble myself before the Lord. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. And because I humble myself before you, Lord, I want your righteousness and not my righteousness. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Please extend me your mercy and let me be a vehicle of that mercy that you've granted me. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Let me be real about this. Let me be uh, intentional about this. And now we're at verse 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God. You know what the peacemakers are in this process? They're people that bring peace by declaring the gospel to other people. They're peacemakers. They help bring peace between people that are away from God, the prodigal, and God. Now, yes, you can be a peacemaker, you know, and and they talk about it in many terms of like there's two countries and they're going to go at war and, you know, they have the ambassadors get together and they're trying to be peacemakers. And it's like there's nothing wrong with using this verse to look at that and examine that and say that's a good thing. It's, you know, the Lord likes that. It is a good thing. It's a good thing because God is a God of peace. And so we know that if somebody brings peace in a situation, that's a good thing. That's following the character of God. But in this context, this has to do with being peacemakers between the people and between God through the redeeming work of Jesus Christ, the gospel. In other words, these peacemakers are people that take the gospel of peace. If you want a really good reference point, go to Ephesians chapter 6, where it talks about putting on the armor of God every day, and your feet are your feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, which means they're on your feet because it goes wherever you go. That's why it's on your feet. Get it? So that's what Jesus is making reference to. He's kind of pointing it that direction. And you, when you are that person that shares the gospel, are are bringing about that peaceful resolution. When my brother shared the gospel with me and I acknowledged, received, accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, exactly what the Greek word means— There was peace between God and me, and my brother, in that case, was the peacemaker. He helped bring me to the gospel, which was the actual judicial element that created that peace. What you're not going to like is what we go to next, but I just want you to understand that, that if you have a peace with God, and Romans chapter 5 verse 1 makes it clear that through Jesus Christ we have peace with God, you want to share that peace that you have with God with other people. You don't want other people to be just like you in your Christian faith because you want them to be like Jesus, and you already know where you're falling short. So don't, don't want them exactly like you. You want them to be like Jesus. Remember what Paul said, Follow me as I follow Christ. That's the key in that, okay? Be a peacemaker by bringing the gospel, which will bring other people to peace with God. That's what it's talking about. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. 
Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? First and foremost, we want to review our most important element of the day, and that is our DNA. Why is DNA important? Because a Christian should know what they're made of no matter what they're going through. Can I say this again as I've said it before? Let me do it real quick. Ready? More news is coming. I know it sounds prophetic, doesn't it? More, even different news today, tomorrow, and the next day, and for the next week, and the next month, and the next year, and the next decade. (laughs) That's good. Uh, So in lieu of that, we have to have a certain way, and we need to be. Our DNA, Christian DNA, has uh, three elements. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Number two, never be ashamed. Never be ashamed of the Lord and his words. And A, always be ready to serve. Serve. There you go. So it's three simple things. DNA. Like any person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Get ready for your first Bible trivia question. Get ready. According to the Apostle Paul, what must the man who eats 
everything not do in connection with the person who only eats vegetables? Hmm, that's a very interesting question. According to the Apostle Paul, what must the man who eats everything not do in connection with the person who only eats vegetables? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us. You can call 972-445-0770. You can also text us 214-210-8483. And you can send an email, david at he must increase dot. Org. Okay, those are, those are the ways to get in touch with us. Let's do our DNA. I think I need DNA more than anybody else today. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily, which is really important every day. I've even spent, if I did not have my devotional time this morning, I would be walking around like a chicken with my left ear cut off. I could say head cut off, but people don't like that. Uh, but anyway, something off, okay? Uh, and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, 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 never. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means you and me, we are not just focused on us. Now, that is so hard to do when things are coming against you. I know. Don't. I'm you. I'm you. But we need to move our vision, move our sight, turn it to the Lord, and say, well, I want to be sensitive to you, and I want to be able to minister to other people. That brings the greatest sense of joy, the greatest sense of peace, the greatest sense of accomplishment when you are in concert with God. And being aware of other people, that's just being like Jesus. And that's the goal, to be like Jesus, isn't it? That's what we're shooting for. That's what we're... Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So uh, we did that. We did that. Good job. Uh, our trivia question. According to the Apostle Paul, what must the man who eats everything not do? Not do in connection with the person who only eats vegetables. You're welcome to call in if you think you know. That would be 972-445-0770, or you can text in 214-210-8483. Let's get into this next portion of this next text. I probably am feeling vulnerable enough where next hour I will share with you that thing that I was going to share yesterday, but I didn't. So you probably want to stick around. I would encourage you to do so. But let's look at this. So we just looked at verse 9, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Okay? That has to do with the gospel, bringing the gospel, the peace that comes between God and mankind through the redeeming work of Jesus Christ. Now look at the next one. See, we already did the run-up. We already went through. Somebody's like, oh, I'm bad. Help me. I'm I'm crying about it. I humble myself. I just, you know, I, I really am sorry about it. I really want to be right and righteous with you. Please let me receive your mercy. I really want to be real about this. I don't want to be a bad person about this. And then they become peacemakers. And here's the next thing that happens once you become a peacemaker. Verse 10 in the Sermon on the Mount. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness. For the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Guess what happens when you take on the ministry of Jesus? Well, everybody throws flowers at your feet. They write you checks and bake you brownies. Or, like Jesus, they crucified him, right? People don't typically like to be told, Hi, you're going to hell. 
You're right. It's like I'm just saying that we have this attitude. We, you know, those bumper stickers. We had a couple of classic bumper stickers in the late '70s, early '80s. Turn or burn, heaven or hell. It's just like wow. turn or burn. It's like wow, not not a lot of room there. So the bottom line is there's a persecution that takes place because of the righteousness. What's the righteousness? Because you're a, a goody two shoes. Because your righteousness exceeds everybody else's righteousness. Only in that your righteousness is the righteousness of Jesus Christ. In other words, you are not holier than thou. I am not holier than thou. In truth, a genuine, authentic Christian draws closer and closer into the Lord, and the closer in you get, the more you realize, what a mess I am. And that's why you become even more appreciative of the grace and the mercy of God. You're even more amazed on a regular basis because you see what you really are as you draw closer to the Lord because his holiness is reflected and you're looking at yourself going, wow, I don't like me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not very good, right? In that process, okay, You and me, what we're doing is we're in this pursuit of the Lord. We have this grace that he's poured on us, this righteousness that he's poured on us, and we share that with other people. And guess whose shoes we step in? And guess what people don't like? They don't like to be told they're not very good. And if they're not close to Jesus or don't know Jesus, they even become resentful and attack. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness. Now, it doesn't say blessed are those who are persecuted because you're a really rotten person. It doesn't say blessed are those who are persecuted because everybody doesn't like you because you have a really bad attitude everywhere you go. It doesn't say that, okay? Well, that's that's just me being persecuted. Or you're like Eeyore and nobody likes you, okay? This is about being persecuted for righteousness, For kingdom righteousness. Remember what Jesus said? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And so the righteousness that comes from God first is in Jesus Christ and then develops in your character. Never forget that. You don't develop a righteousness and then, oh, you're close enough, we'll put the Jesus righteousness on you. It's the other way. You you go in towards the Lord, the righteousness of Jesus is put upon you, and then you start reflecting that a little bit more and a little bit more as you go along. Look at these two beatitudes, attitudes to be, that Jesus closes this out with. He goes, blessed are the peacemakers, they'll be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. It works Hand in hand, as you draw closer to the Lord and you share that with other people, you become more subject to satanic, worldly, and fleshly attacks. It's part of the process. And in that, the Lord promises, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll get you through it. And it's an, it's absolutely amazing because you know what Jesus says? You are blessed. And if you remember in the beginning of our teaching on the Sermon on the Mount, we talked about the word blessed. It is a, a divine fortune or blessing. It is a happiness that God extends to you. It's a gracefulness that God gives you. Here God is saying, I mean, how contrary to the humanity and to the human belief systems is this? If you get picked on because you're following me, you should be happy. 
I'm like, really? Most of us sue. <laughs> we take out some or we start some kind of campaign cutting people. To... You should be happy. Isn't that amazing? I should be happy. I'm not very happy about. You should be happy because the Lord is seeing what's going on. And he knows. And I, I know you think I'm just talking about people like on cable TV. I'm talking about your family. I'm talking about your friends. You're going to go to Thanksgiving dinner, and by the grace of God, everybody will get along to some degree. <laughs> Let me say that real quickly. But the bottom line in that process is what? The bottom line in that process is that you are still reflective of Jesus Christ. You are still a peacemaker of God, and there are those that will mock you and make fun of you. I mean, some people, they're—, they're Worried about how uh, part of the family is going to respond to COVID and the other part of the family is going to respond to COVID. You better be much more concerned how they respond to your Christianity. Because whatever COVID is or isn't, it ain't eternal. But Christianity is. And your relationship with God is. And their relationship or their lack of relationship is eternal. So when you're going in, be aware of that. And if somebody you know, throws an olive at you. That's what they used to do at us. They would throw olives. But that's a second secondary story. Smile. Be happy. The Lord is watching. He knows. You're just being faithful servant. You're just doing the right thing. You're just trying to share as a peacemaker. And rest in that. Be comfortable in that. It's okie dokie. Okay? I give you permission to chill. Okay, is that a good way to say it? All right, what do we got? Trivia? We got to do trivia. All right, Captain Chris looking at me. Dave, don't forget trivia. Okay, I will try not to. Uh, what are we doing? Trivia? Okay, here we go. <laughs> it's been a long day already. Uh, according to Paul, what must the man who eats everything not do in connection with the person who only eats vegetables. A couple of people said they can't judge, you can't flaunt, you can't be, you know, or, you know, make them feel bad about it, or anything along those lines. The the any of those will be correct. The book answer is not look down on that person, which I think is a good way to say it, maybe even a better way to say it. That that somebody who has a freedom looks down on somebody who doesn't and then goes, they're not mature. Well, actually, you're not mature if you think that and say that. See, there, therein lies the big difference. You might think you're mature, but God is telling you in his word, eh, not so much. Right? Okay. Hey, I haven't yelled at anybody yet. That's I'm doing pretty good. You have no idea what's going through my brain right now. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon experience, you say? I'll put it to you like this. Do you love a good joke that's pretty bad? What do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches? A hippocritopotamus. <laughs> Come on. Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance. And last but not least, do you love some trivia? All right, we got our trivia question. Uh, who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Oh, okay, hold on. Hold on. Here you go. Here you go. This is David. Who am I talking to? We're talking to Mary. This is Al. This is Brother Ace. This is Eric. 
This is Deborah. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself. Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. <laughs> That's me. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30 p.m. on 770 KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience? Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God for you and I. God provided his own burnt offering, his own lamb of sacrifice, because our presentations are not that hot. And this is where you get the understanding that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How many? All. And the wages of sin is death. That's the result. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God showed his love for us while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. That's the love. He was the sacrificial lamb. And if you have never made that decision, I invite you right now to make that decision to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And this is where you get John 3.16, which people will say is the gospel in a scripture, which is not far off. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That gift is available for you. And if you have never exercised that acceptance of that gift, I encourage you to do so by saying this prayer. And don't go anywhere because i got another one for all of us. Heavenly Father, I surrender my life. Lord Jesus Christ, I give you my heart. Pour out your Holy Spirit, for I believe you rose from the dead, and I confess with my mouth you died for my sins, according to the Scriptures. You were buried, and three days later you rose again. You ascended to the Father and are coming back soon, and I thank you for this new life you've given me. I praise you and pray this in your name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. 